And welcome back, pool fans. From across the country and around the world, you're listening to American Billiard Radio. Today is February the 25th, 2016. And my name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again for this evening. And I'll be joined by Mr. Mark Cantrell. How you doing, Mark? Hello, David. Hello, David. All right. Today's show is brought to you in part by Q Sports International, creating more choices for more players. So get out there and play, why don't you? So uh, how's it going out in uh, Arizona, Mr. Mark? It's going fabulous, as usual, not a cloud in the sky, the sun's shining, <laughs> uh, 75, 80 degrees. So, you know, not just, I know, we have this, every time we have this conversation, you know, it's, it's snowing where you are. Yeah. But, you know, call me in July and <laughs> tell me it's 80 degrees where you are, and I'll say it's 127, and, you know, works both ways. Yeah, it does. We're I, I, I'm a big fan of the weather, in case you've never noticed that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of it, but uh, of keeping track of it, but uh, I certainly don't like the weather we, we have around here, and this year is just so bizarro. Um it's uh, it, it's like it was fifty something degrees last weekend. Yesterday we had a snowstorm that that trapped Johnny Archer, and then tomorrow it's supposed to be back up to like fifty five again. It, it can't decide. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Archer. <laughs> oh my God! I tell you, I if last week, I believe it was last week, we did an interview with John. I did an interview with Johnny. Yeah, and I was talking about the time when Nick Varna and he and I were almost trapped in a snowstorm. Up in the mountains, and it was yeah. really, really, really close. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, here we go. <laughs> Johnny <He's> Archer. <laughs> trapped in a snowstorm. That's classic. <laughs> That's absolutely classic, man. Uh, well, I mean, well, you you spoke to him. Is, what happened? Him. What happened? It, it's almost the exact same story as the last time. Well, he was he was working with his sponsor, Championship Claw, one of his sponsors. Yeah. And they were going uh, around that area, Indianapolis, Chicago. Uh, well, I think Ohio. they're yeah. I think they're heading into Chicago eventually. Yeah. And what basically what they're doing is making sales calls to pool rooms to have them, you know, to advertise their product, sure. the championship quad. And Johnny was there for the ride with one of their salespeople, and they wanted to, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't I. Everybody was warning him, there's a snowstorm, there's a snowstorm. Johnny's like, I don't know if you should do this, let's go this way. Let's go that way. And, no, 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 it's okay, I drive in the snow. The fellow was saying, I, it's all good, I, I know what I'm doing, this is nothing. This is, well, I guess to the point where, you know, it's not nothing anymore. And they were stuck, there was no way they could go any further with the car, the they took him a shortcut to get to a different freeway, highway or freeway, and uh, got got stuck, basically. And 
they had snowmobiles. Uh, they had a rescue snowmobile come out. Uh, they were talked out doing it. They were the car. And that's about your best option. We don't know when the snow plow's coming, but you got to flights catching each day. Um, and they basically were in the middle of nowhere. And uh, <laughs> Johnny was scared. Oh, I wish I'd have been in that car. I'm telling you, I would, I would pay good money. Put that on pay-per-view. I would. Because, you know, you got one guy saying... Oh, I know this weather. Don't worry about it. This is all good. This is easy. This is a hanger. And then all of a sudden they're stuck, and he's got no answers. What do we do now? What do we do? <laughs> the snow's building up around the car. <laughs> and he's got the, he's like, give me, I'm calling 911. He told me, he said, I was scared. He said, I was like crying. I was praying. I had some chips and some uh, gate, uh, what's that stuff they drink? So, uh, uh, Mountain Dew. <laughs> and he was genuinely concerned and put the word out that, hey, wasn't anybody going to help for me? Yeah. And <laughs> a few people sprang to action to try and find somebody in the area of where they were. Yeah, yeah. He was blowing up Facebook last night. Like, you know, help us. <laughs> we're, we're stranded out in the snow. <laughs> Um, and, I'm not laughing so, so at then, Johnny. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make uh, humorous because it was probably pretty serious. So I don't, you know, don't mean it, to make it, fun it of it. Very, it could have been very serious, but I am laughing at Johnny. Yeah, I am <laughs> because I, I would love to have been in that. that I, I want to see him on the edge of darkness, <laughs> you know, and, and, and see what he had to say to the guy who told him everything was going to be okay. <laughs> oh, good lord, have mercy. I tell you what, I would pay good money to see a GoPro or something uh, in that car yeah. showing what, what was going on. So, anywho, he, he puts his uh, stuff on Facebook. Uh, he, called, he called the 911 to try and get help. said they couldn't, they couldn't help or anything else. They put the, he put the messages on Facebook saying, I need some help. Meanwhile... He goes, well, if we're stuck here, I don't know what to do. Uh, nobody's giving me any options. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to sleep. So he went to sleep and missed all the traffic that was going on on Facebook saying, give us a destination, message, instant messages. Give us your courses, then somebody's on their way. So yeah. he missed all of that. Yeah, yeah. And then woke up to all these messages and, uh, yeah, that's when, uh, Rodney, I guess the guy's name is Rodney, he, his buddy called him at three in the morning and said, hey, come find Johnny Archer. <laughs> <laughs> and blew out his full, blew out his full wheel drive in the process. Uh-huh. <laughs> had to get towed, he had to get towed back out of the area that they were at. And if you've seen the video on, Facebook, I mean, he didn't have a little, he wasn't driving a Prius. Yeah, no. He was uh, driving a truck. A big was truck, yeah. A, a decent truck. <coughs> and he had to get towed out. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know what happened, somewhere along the line, but they, you know, Johnny was safe. Oh, my goodness, Johnny was safe. Praise the Lord. 
Because he damaged his truck, headed out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he headed out there, and three in the morning. I mean, he took him a couple, three hours to find him. He was driving around blind. Yeah. Won't get any feedback. So, anyway, everybody's safe, everybody's fine, and there's a GoFundMe thing going on. And I'd spoken to Johnny earlier after I'd seen it. I called him and said, what? What the hell happened? He told me the whole story, and I, it'd be bad coming from him, but as dangerous as it was, and I'm glad that everybody's safe and everything else. I know those things can turn into danger very quickly. Yeah. But Johnny would be the first person to laugh at me if I was stuck <laughs> in that spot. So yeah. I got zero problems. <laughs> zero problems laughing at his unfortunateness. Oh, so... Uh, I, I, I called, I, I, I looked and I saw that this GoFundMe thing on AZ Billiards yeah, yeah. forums and and so I called Johnny. I said, do you know about this? He said, yeah, somebody mentioned it to me about something about GoFundMe thing to pay for the guy's thing. He said, I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for it. Tell, tell, do me a favor, post on there and tell them I'm, I'm going to take care of that 400. They don't need to spend their money on this. Right, right. I'm going to take care of that. More than thankful to him and everybody else for the help. <laughs> and that was uh, <laughs> uh, basically the size of it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm all getting, in the beginning of organizing an exhibition and clinic tour with Johnny and Darren Appleton. Mm-hmm. And the area that we're supposed to be traversing is going to be somewhere close to that if we can make our way to where he lives. Um, you know, if he wants to come and get a pool clinic or whatever, you know, it's that's on that's on us on Johnny, I guess. Uh, <laughs> he's not going to have to pay or get a private lesson if he wants one. And, you know, if that, you know, I guess that's the least he can do. It's not a lot of money, you know. I mean, he'll pay for his truck fixing and uh, a couple hundred dollars for a, a pool clinic. Uh, that's right. I, I don't know. You know, there's not much else. Can be done, but uh, I know he's very thankful yeah, to uh, yeah. Rodney for, for doing that. <laughs> okay, and if they can get get me the videotape, I will get that thing produced. I tell you, we will all laugh our asses off. I want to see Johnny crying in the back seat of the car. <laughs> I'm snorted. I'm good at that. Uh, tie my underpants to the antenna and lift the antenna up on the car so that people can see us. I, I, I will. <laughs> oh man, you're mean. I, I, I w- you're mean. I wish you'd have got some kind of frostbite or something. Because right, <laughs> oh. it, it reaches it. Well, it reaches your extremities first, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, what's the first thing that's going to go? What's the biggest pointiest extremity that Johnny has? Well, what do you, you, you. Fingers and toes? His head or his nose? I mean, what? His, his nose! His nose! <laughs> He's going to lose his nose. Kidding? 
It's a good thing they had gas in that car to keep the engine on. Because that nose would have been gone already. <laughs> I swear. It won't last 10 minutes. And he said it was minus 10. Ooh. So, uh, yeah. Uh, 10 minutes. Johnny's got no nose no more, which probably might have been a blessing to him. It's cheaper than plastic surgery. Oh, well, let me, I, you know. It wasn't minus ten. He might have said that, but it wasn't minus ten out there. It it hasn't been that cold up here, but a couple of days and yesterday was not one of them. So it's not. Anyway, we we got to move on. <laughs> Johnny's funny, but uh, we got to get on with the rest of this uh, uh, program here. Um, let me get to a couple. Of, no, I'm. You know what I'm saying. I got to. We have a show to do. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> that is funny as hell, though. Because, I mean, that's... Never mind. It's only Johnny. You know, it would only happen to Johnny. Um, coming up, let's see. Well, first of all, you know, um, I didn't get any information on the Midwest Nine Ball. So I was going to tell you about that. But the, they don't send out much press on that. So I can't report on that. But we do have the Schnook Winds coming up out in Lincoln City. Uh, that's March the 11th through the 13th. Schnick wins uh, open eight ball division. Uh, so that's all firing up out there. Uh, shortly thereafter, uh, the 12th through the 22nd, uh, is the 2016 China Pool uh, World Championship eight ball. And I don't need, I don't know if we're even going to have any players from the U.S. going to that or not. Um, and then a little bit later. Um, I want to say the March the 17th is uh, the Open Trick Shot Championship right outside of Chicago here in uh, St. Charles at the Pheasant Run Resort. So um, there's a couple of items coming up for the pool fans out there. And, of course, you got all your local uh, uh, East Coast, West Coast, Midwest tours that are always going on. And, of course, we also have to send out some congratulations to uh, Oscar Dominguez and maybe a little bit to Rodney Morris uh, for taking the uh, first and second at the Swanee Memorial, the Jay Swanson Memorial that just took place out in Mamaisa. So um, we thought it might be a cool idea to catch up with Oscar. What were you going to say, Mark? No, I'm just saying the, the Swanee Memorial is a, it's a, it's a strange animal. It's another one of those. But uh, the, the, I think the added money was twenty three hundred. It's got Moscone points attached to it, mm-hmm. and you don't got to win. There's a lot of good players mm-hmm. that play in that. I, I believe Mike Eberle, uh obviously Ernesto and Oscar Dominguez. Uh, Amar Kang is out there. Mm-hmm. Roger Morris, the Kang brothers. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that's uh, you, you don't got to win when you go out there. There's, there's plenty of good players out there, uh, mm-hmm. even though it's a small uh, added money event. Yeah, it's it's to me it's worth a lot. Yeah, uh, points wise. Uh, mm-hmm. I know it shouldn't be. You know, with with the Moscone rankings, it's a like tier one or whatever event. It's the lowest of the events that you can get, I believe. But no, uh, the competition is very very stiff. Uh, oh, maybe, maybe it doesn't, is. Uh, maybe needs more points behind it than it does. Mm-hmm. 
Well, considering it's one of the few out on the West Coast, um, then that, you know, that may hold some water. Because as, as we have discussed before, you know, the, the logistics of the different locations of the qualifiers, is it, it, it has an effect over time. And, th- of course, now this is the first year we've had so dang many of them, too. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how, uh, how that plays into the whole big mess with uh, the ranking systems. So, yeah. so the, the, mid, the, the Midwest, sorry, real quick, the Midwest, is it the Midwest? No. Uh, yeah, the what was the one at Chinook wins? Uh, what about it? What is it? What's it called? The Chinook wins is just called Chinook wins. Um, Chinook wins open, I think, is the official name of it. The one I was talking about, the Midwest Open, was the one that was in Aletha in Kansas. Okay, okay. That's the one that okay. just went down that, that, this past week. Okay, okay. I want to say I want to say I think Skylar won that, but it seems like I remember seeing that on Facebook. But like I said, we don't have a press release from it, and so I don't I can't give you the official stats on it. But <clears throat> I talked to a couple people that went, and they said it was a great event. Uh, I just don't know what else to tell you about it at this point. So anyway, good on you, um, Mark. How about uh, if we get Oscar on the phone and uh, have a little chat with him? Sounds good. Let's right. do that. All right, let's do that. Uh, We will be right back after this cool little music clip. All right, welcome back, everybody. We are talking with uh, Mr. Oscar Dominguez and Mark Cantrell. How you doing, uh, Oscar? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing fine, thanks. I feel like I've done this before somehow, though. <laughs> a deja, deja vu moment. Deja vu all over again. Well, we have talked to Oscar on the show before. You know, he's been uh, one of our illustrious guests. So, um... First order of business, I think we have to congratulate Oscar on his win out there at the Jay Swanson Memorial. How did that go for you? I went pretty well. Um, thank you. Um, you know, I got a favorable draw, to be quite honest. You know, I didn't really face uh, the, the toughest opponents in the tournament out the gate. Okay. And then um, I remember, I believe, the final eight on the winner's side was a really big turning point. I played Amar King, who... Uh, who's been playing phenomenal pool. I mean, mm-hmm. world-class, this guy's playing right now. And he kind of had my number recently. He's been beating me a few times in a row, and it, it's kind of bothered me. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I want to kind of establish my, you know, one of my, not my, I wouldn't say dominance, but my, you know, my status as one of the top players on the West Coast. Uh-huh. And he's been, he's Ch- been chipping at my ego a bit. Stealing your thunder <laughs> over there, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's kind of stealing my thunder. But, he, boy, you know, he's playing so well. I'm real happy for him. Good, um, good. And I ended up beating him. Um, and that was, I felt like I, I hit I hit a nice gear. And I felt like it was going to be tough for somebody to, mm-hmm. they had to play really good to beat me at that situation. Because, you know, your sure. confidence goes up. Sure. And, uh, oh, cool. you know, it's just that, that, funny. And then, you, and then you draw your father. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I lost to Ronnie for the hot seat. Ronnie played phenomenal. I really didn't get too much of an opportunity, and then had to play my dad on the loser side, who grinded his way through. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it worked out at the end. 
So, it, in other words, it got down to the semifinals, and you would have potentially have been facing a game against your father, but you guys have a tradition that you don't play each other. So um, he conceded, and then you moved ahead to go ahead and face Morris. Is that is that how it all went down, more or less? Yes, that's the way it worked out. Okay. We, we have like a deal where we just don't play each other because, okay. you know, it's there's no there's no desire to win on either party. So we just decide not to play sure, and save sure. the energy and the time. Yeah, right. Let one of you move forward, and that's just you've made the decision already that one of you is going to move forward and just let it be. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's usually me. Well, that's good. That's nice of him to do that. You know, you have your yeah. He the wants rest me to get your... more experience. <laughs> yeah, and yeah he's know? very he's, he's very generous to do that because chances are you probably won't go any further once you play them, anyways. I mean, he's going to knock you out. So he's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's, he's just been a good dad. I mean, geez, you try to more like talk about charity. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing good so. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. He's a, I tell you, he's a hell of a guy. Thank you. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. So, uh, yeah, they've got you, uh, Matchroom's got you pegged uh, as uh, the leader of the pack right now with the points. I know it's still early, but uh, is that does this mean that you are actually going to make a conscious effort to try to get on the Moscone Cup team this year? Yeah, that was my initial plan from the beginning of the season. I I told my fiance that I was going to be playing uh, as many events as humanly possible um, right. that are Moscone rankings. And there's actually a couple of them on the West Coast mm-hmm. that that popped up. So I was kind of like, well, if I'm going to be playing these, I was going to play these events anyways. I'll make the effort to go to, for example, North Carolina next month and a few mm-hmm. terms that I don't normally go to so that I kind of give myself the best opportunity I can to make the Moscone Cup team. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Are you going to go to, uh, let's see, well, I guess there's a choice. Mark Cantrell brought it up prior to this where there's this confusion over the U.S. Open maybe overlapping the World Nine Ball. Uh, If you had to choose between the two, which one would you go with? Um, I would definitely go with Qatar, um, World Nine Ball, because you only have a certain number of years to really become a World Nine Ball champion, and you can't become a World Nine Ball champion if you don't play. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's also another tournament that was announced in Kuwait immediately after, so yeah. financially speaking, I have two barrels on one trip to the Middle East, whereas the U.S. Open, the entry fee is $1,000. The expenses are more steep. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's a domestic trip, whereas if I go to the to the Middle East, it's pretty economical because the entry fees, right. I believe, one hundred twenty five dollars only. Yeah, yeah. Well, well what's, a- the, what's the? Um, I know you've been there many times. What's the hotel like? Uh, the fee, you know, the bill for the hotel look like when you go to QA or Qatar? Um, it's actually not too bad. I mean. Usually the rooms out there, um, usually everything's more expensive in the Middle East, obviously. Um, but for the most part, you're looking at around 100 U.S. dollars a night okay. um, after it's all said and done. Um, well, that's not, far away from why co- that's not far away from what it costs to stay in Norfolk, Virginia, you know, the Marriott right. or wherever. Right, right. Things, that's not far away at all. And, no. 
a, a flight to Norfolk, Virginia isn't going to be cheap. You know, with yeah. return trip. I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be the, the same amount of money as it's going to be to go to uh, the United Arab Emirates or anything like that, but it's still... All the way from it's close, coast to it's coast. close enough for yeah. the, what you can win. I mean, shit, you win. What do you win? Is hundred grand or something? Um, actually, I believe the Kuwait tournament's going to pay fifty on top, and then the World Nine Ball is thirty-six. Okay. Hey, that's oh, pretty healthy. That's pretty healthy either way. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> A decent sum of money. Well, uh, so that's good. You're going to be in the contention for the uh, for the Moscone points. Do you? Can you um, go out on a limb and and predict? I know that that the, it's going to be a weird thing with these points. So many events this year, twenty five events so far. It looks like it's probably going to be about it. But that's twenty five events, which is twenty more than what it had been prior. I think we're going to see right. some uh, change up, a lot of change up going on during the year as far as who's leading with this and leading with that. Overall, do you I, think that the team's going to end up being much different than it was last year? I, I think it's going to be very similar. Or is it, you think it's just going to work itself out to where the same guys are really, generally speaking, the same guys are going to float to the top, so to speak? Absolutely. I think the cream's going to rise eventually, especially more so over 25 events. Yeah. Now, obviously, Shane, for example, he doesn't have to go to any events. I mean, he can... Unless his arms fall off, he's going to make a Moscone Cup team. I mean, it's just like a given. I mean, we everybody knows that. Pretty much. Um, I think, so Shane is going to be the lock, and I just feel like Skyler's playing, uh, is going to be playing enough events to where he can go on via points. Could be. Um, I feel I, I have a legitimate shot as well. I think Shane is in like third place. Right now, yes. Yeah, and he played one of them. Yeah, but he's only played yeah. one event, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and I guess with the way the system works, um, you can grind it out and do well in a lot of tournaments, or you can do well in three or four tournaments. Yes, do really well in three or four tournaments. Yeah. Right, uh, and, yeah. and you can and you can make it. And Rodney's right there. Apparently, from my hear, Rodney's. Uh, second place going to be making a push well yeah second place he's going to be making a push though to try and get to some of these events as well to mm-hmm. to get on the team so yeah, <laughs> it, it, I, I don't know I, I, I you're you know this stuff better than I do Oscar but I'm not helpless but I, I think that you might be wrong I, I think the team's going to be a lot different there's going to be two players that are not going to be that different. And yeah, uh, I, I, Mark, Mark Wilson picks. Um, and Shane's problem, I'm going to guess he's going to qualify on points anyhow, just because he plays so much and he does so well. Uh, yeah. If he doesn't, he's in anyhow, like you said, if he don't play at all. Um, I'm not sure. What do you think Mike Deshane? Do you think if Mike Deshane doesn't qualify, do you think he'll be a captain's pick? Hmm. Um, that's questionable. I, I really don't know. I think um, he's playing great. I mean, he's a great player. There's no doubt about it. But I just, uh, I think he, he's going to control his own destiny. I think if he makes the, the effort to go to the events, then he'll make it. Yeah. If he doesn't, like he hasn't recently, um, 
I mean, he didn't do very well at Turning Stone. I think he got 9 through 12 or 13, 16 in that bracket. I mean, he did well, but not well for him, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. I guess it's going to be hard to say. I'm curious to see what effort they make. Uh, if they cruise and just play the tournaments that they think that are worth their time, or they make the sacrifice to play the events. Because right. you know, when you play these events, like for example, these tier three events, whatever you call them, and you accumulate those 20, 30 points, 15 points, all those points are going to add up significantly. If I say don't do well at, I don't know, the U.S. Bar Table Championships, let's say I don't do very well. But because I created a cushion off the other events, right. it balances out. Right, right. And right. that's going to be huge. I mean, the numbers, math is... There's know, where, right, that's exactly... Yeah, that's where I tend to agree with Mark on this. And I'm not saying that you're flat out wrong, but I feel like there's at least the opportunity for some of these guys to do just what you said. They're going to go to, you know, 16 of the tier three events and get 20 or 30 here. And maybe they don't do so good in the big events, but they've got all those points added up from the little stuff. You know, that's where you might end up with Shuff and Frost and Lombardo and Wilkie. Some of these guys that are on the fringes of the top 10, they might sneak up in there doing something like that. So there's definitely the potential for a shakeup on the team. Yeah. Well, you can, you can look at it, look at it this way. Uh, the Jace Swanson Memorial. Mm-hmm. You don't got to win that. You don't got to, No player has to go in there thinking I'm a walk on this. There's some oh, fantastic players. Right. But yeah. I, think the ad, I think the added money was 2300 If Oscar, if you lived in West Palm Beach, Florida, would you have got those points? You wouldn't have gone out there. The fact of the matter is, it's on your doorstep. They've made it very easy for you. So there's going to be more events like that that are out there. I don't know how many more, much lower than 2,300 added. Uh, But I think there's some 2,000 added. But when you do the math, if I go and I'm I'm going to be playing uh, Appleton... Archer and Amar Kang and Rodney Morris, but it's going to cost me fifteen hundred to get there with the hotel and everything else. And if I win, I might get two grand. You know, it, it's. Uh, I think that's where there's going to be a stumbling block for a number of people. Right. I agree. Um, not not just you. We don't think you don't have the talent, but you, you know you've got. You gotta go. I, I I can't say that I'm gonna beat Darren Appleton every week. Exactly. I understand. And the thing is, you almost have to have a supplemental income to 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 afford it. Yes. Exactly. Uh, I remember I I made a funny Facebook post at the beginning of the year uh, now on my personal Facebook, just as a joke. I said, "Well, my you know my New Year's resolutions. One of them was to make the Moscone Cup team." And they said, I hope I don't spend 50000 trying to win 20000 <laughs> And, you know, I said it jokingly, but it's 100% accurate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mark and I have had this I exact can. conversation last year. The exact exact yeah. conversation. Yeah, you can accumulate $50,000 in travel expenses easily, fairly easily. Oh, yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially if you start going internationally, and there's so many small expenses that you have to pay. Currency exchange, and I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Visa, yeah, I, it's true. So, I, I said it, I've said it before on this show, um, and and it actually was brought up to me by somebody else, uh, a player, and said with this many events. Now, I'm not knocking. Metro know what they're doing. I've, I'm a big supporter of Metro Sport. Uh, and, you know, if they say this is the way to do it, and or they want to at least give it a try, then they want to give it a try. Mm-hmm. But what was said to me that made me think is if you get a person who has, uh, who's independently wealthy and has no life <laughs> and can play halfway decent, they could end up on the Moscone Cup. Yeah. Now, I haven't played in a while. I used to be able to play halfway decent. So maybe I can get in that top 32. If I am independently wealthy, I say, and, and I got no wife, no kids, nothing, I say, I'm just going to go with everything. I'm yeah. playing everything. There's a chance I might be able to get enough points to get on the team. But yeah. there's a way Matchroom protects themselves by that, is by adding more value to the Category 1 tournaments. Right. And you, Mark Cantrell, as a person, you have no shot of being invited to Qatar or to the China <laughs> Open. God bless you, just because you have no record. You take, take so, that back. What kind of, you know, I've never been single freaking nice to you. I'm nice to you all the freaking time. I've never gone shook your hands. <laughs> and you come up, we're on a radio uh, show, and that's what you got. Mark, you've got no shot. You got no, you got no, you got, shot. You got no Not chance. Right now, you don't. You have no chance, Mark. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> I, I tell you what. I, okay. Let's, let's, it's on now. Uh, <laughs> Oscar, what, keeping what, it real. What, what, right. else, what, what else you got? I, I, I tell you, I guarantee you this. I've got, I've got a shot of beating you. You give me, risk to 11, give me nine on the wire, the breaks and the uh, the, the last four. Okay, Richard. Okay, yeah, you, got, you got it. <laughs> Shit. You know what? I said that same thing to and He said, okay, you got it as well. Am I that bad? No, no. no. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right. Good. Sorry to, sorry to disrupt no. things there, but Oscar started it. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what, what we got next? Come on, Dan. Come up with another topic, please. <laughs> no, I was having fun with how much you suck. I think that was pretty good. I like that. No, I, that's fine. Um, I, what, I don't think that – I think we covered just about everything that we were going to yap about uh, with Oscar. Um, did we talk about your tour, how things are going? Did I already ask you that? Uh, uh no, not not this not, not this time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um inside joke, sorry. Yeah, this uh, this weekend's our season finale. Um where it's gonna be a ten thousand added main event for the top thirty two players at the end of the season. Um and what I did was we had about three hundred and thirty seven members throughout the year mm-hmm. plus two thousand added from California Billiard Club and so basically, I'm giving all the membership money back to the players and added money. Nice. And uh, we have a little gun event at the same time, so it's going to be a twelve thousand dollar added tournament, okay. side by side. 
cool. And I'm um, really looking forward to it. This is like uh, our, our season finale. This is like the climax of our tour. Okay. And uh, I am planning on doing a third season. Um, usually, it's probably usually going to be late April, early May. Okay. After the Super Billiards Expo. So I'm I'm anticipating, hopefully, if everything works out, uh, $2,500 added over a Okay, cool. So it should be a pretty good tour, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Excellent, excellent. Well, it's good that you guys it got, was almost, you know, um, making it was some almost, action uh, on the West Coast. Three, three more uh, events added to the Moscone Cup list. It just didn't happen fast enough, I guess. Daniel Bush was trying to get uh, that West Coast swing kind of going. And, uh, you know, he'd, he'd got in touch with me and said, hey, listen, we've got these three events, uh, established events. How do you think you could go about getting them on with matching sports? I think it's well, Send me what this stuff is, and I, I, I said, I'll send it to them if you want, because I speak to Luke and them, you know, fairly regular, and see if we can get them done. I sent it in, and the very, it's supposed to be midnight the night before they announced their list of uh, events. Because that would have been good for you guys, wouldn't it? For, oh, yeah. For, great great for, stuff. yeah, for Rodney, myself, and, uh, you know, guys like uh, Louie Ulrich and, there's so many Max Eberle. There's so many good West Coast players. Um, mm-hmm. So it would have been great for us. But I kind of like this whole format of, of of having multiple events. And I'm not saying this just because I'm in first place right now. Because who knows? I'll probably end up in last place by the end of the season. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I can't predict the future. But I will say this: I do like the fact that if you make the sacrifice, you do go to tournaments and you well, you're able to accumulate enough points to earn yourself a chance to make the Moscone Cup. Right. And I've always valued people's efforts. Um, you know, I, I value the pool players who go to China, who go to the Philippines, who make that effort to to get out of their comfort zone. And I respect that. I always, uh, I've always, I've always valued that about people too. People who work hard on whatever they do in life. Right. Um, right, right. That is why I kind of, I'm very determined this year to do it because I felt like maybe it wasn't that case in the past. I kind of felt like maybe they kind of had who they really wanted in mind. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I understand that I didn't have a great year. I wasn't playing that good. Um, I didn't. I really felt like I wouldn't have performed as well as I should have, anyways, if I would have made the team over the past two years. But now I'm kind of. They kind of lit the fire. It's kind of like throughout my career, my biggest disappointments have always catapulted my biggest successes. Um, when go. I lost maybe six thousand, I remember to John Mora, it really catapulted me to 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 train hard, and I played in a set for like seventeen thousand. Um, a few months later, and I played well. You know, it, 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 I use my defeats and my disappointments in my career as, I guess, fuel yes. to, to keep the fire burning. And to, right, right, right. You, you know, use your anger and your frustration in a positive manner. And I think that's that's really important. Right. Well, you have to do that, or else it's going to eat you alive. It, it's going to turn into fear. 
basically, is what yeah, it's going to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I've always, the first time I went to the Philippines, I lost my old bankroll. The second time, I lost it again. And then I started winning, and then things started changing. I'm like, okay, well, now I'm learning. You know, it takes, you got to get your, you know, your butt kicked every once in a while. It's, it's good for, mm-hmm. it's good for the ego, keeps the ego in check, and, uh, and you know, it reminds you that you have to work hard at whatever you do, and that's you have true. to maintain that work ethic. That's true. And that's, I think that's true for everything in life. You got to get your butt kicked every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's not even that you have to. You're gonna get your butt kicked every now and then. So you yeah. might as well learn how to deal with it, you know, on other levels so that, you know, you don't end up sleeping in a cardboard box drinking wine to go to bed at night. You know? so. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what? Like me. Yeah, yeah, like me and Mark do. <laughs> Like me, that's golf skill. Tell you, I got no, I got no shot. Oh, yeah, on any. I, I can't go on an APA team if you have golf. <laughs> <laughs> no shot. He's, no, you have a shot, Mike. He's, I just said you oh, had no oh, shot yeah, of making those events. I have a shot of making the APA team. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I, I guess there's a compliment in there somewhere. <laughs> They beg me to play on their APA team here in Phoenix, uh-huh. so don't worry about it. That's only that's only if he uh, if he gets enough points to earn to get on the APA team first. You know, he has to, yeah. <laughs> he, he has to spend you know lots of quarters you know to be able to get on his APA team. Um, yeah, you ain't lying, Oscar. I understand that uh, you're getting hitched a little bit later on this year. Yeah, November. In November. Well, yeah. congratulations. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you call that? A tentative congratulations. No, thank you. You know, for the future. Um, hope that goes well for you. Um, poor, yeah. poor girl doesn't know she's marrying a pool player, does she? Uh, <laughs> I think she knows what she's in for. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. Yeah. Um, Mark uh, Cantrell just got hitched um, at Moscone Cup this past year so maybe he can give you some tips on how to take a honeymoon and when you get on the team there oh that's a good idea i hope so thanks so congratulations mark thank you uh yeah actually i can if if you end up in europe doing the uh honeymoon i'll i'll definitely be able to help you out and talk to a couple of people that might make your trip a little bit better or easier you know okay a lot of friends over there, but uh, don't don't do it in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> don't do don't do it in a casino. Yeah, yeah, no plans. I, I, oh my goodness, you you won't believe what they do to you. What, what are you going to get married in LA at a, at a church? Cool. What are you going to do in the proper church and everything? Yeah, yeah. good. There you go. Trying to trying to do me again. I do it in a casino. I'm doing it in a He's just mad. He's just mad because that's what his wife told him the first time that he asked her to marry him. She said, "You don't have a shot in hell." That's what she said. Uh, I'm no, I, I congratulations, Oscar. You'll have a you'll have a good time. Hopefully, you make to the Moscone Cup team when you get to uh, have your honeymoon there in in Europe. Uh, it's, it's something. I, I, I've, have you spent much time in Europe? You know, not really. I mean, I was in Germany for the World Team Championships um, in 2010. And I was in Spain a couple of times for a couple of events. But for the most part, no, I've mainly, 
usually my travels take me to Asia. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, I, well, about Desiree, she'd been. Yeah, she's been to she's been to Europe once. She was there years ago, and I took her to China for the World Team Championships in Beijing. Ooh, that's. Uh, I think there's a, there's a there's a difference. I think between going to play in a tournament and going on a honeymoon. So yeah, Vienna, Austria, go to uh, Venice, go to Rome, Paris. Go to London. Go to London, yeah. mate. That's the place to be. <laughs> yeah. After the tournament's over, I'm going to hang up my cues for a couple for a couple of days or a week or two, and then uh, uh, come back for next season. Yeah, and then and do it all over again. Yeah. Do it all over again. Cool, man. Uh-huh. Well, um, I think we've probably eaten up enough of your time for today. Um. So uh, I think we'll just go ahead and get out of your hair. And is there anything else you needed to add, Mark? No, Oscar. Do you have anybody you want to thank or your sponsors or anything like yeah. that? Yeah, just so you know, Mez Cues XC. Um, you know, they made they made me a cue, and I think that's been pivotal in my improvement recently. Um, cool. You know, having custom made cue to your specs and to your, you know, to your, I guess preferences really helps out and uh zen tips and you know basically you know my fiance and my family and stuff they've always been behind me whatever i did so it's it's nice to come home and win or lose you know i'm i'm <laughs> welcome with open arms you know what i mean <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a nice feeling to have uh, a good support system on the home field sorry they feel sorry for you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start throwing digs in the arc now. After yeah, that. he is. I'm not gonna forget. This in a while. I'm gonna. This is gonna go on for a little while. It's yeah. okay. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and don't let me talk to Desiree because I will try and talk her out of it now. <laughs> See, he's heartless. He's rude. He's heartless. <laughs> Oh, uh, no. Oscar, just get, All right. block his phone number, Oscar, while you still can. I'm just telling you. Block your phone number. <laughs> Unlike him on Facebook and, you know, just, just cut the ties because he's going to go all stalker on you. Over here, man. Oh, no. I'm not worried. <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right, Thank guys. you very much, Oscar, for your Thanks. time. Uh, no I'll talk to you aside. Congratulations. You've, uh, you've had a good uh, start to the year. You know, yeah. and Thank hopefully you. you you know as well as everybody else. It's just the beginning. It's not over yet. Uh, just keep at it, man. And hopefully, stay strong. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the plan. Yep. Just keep on plugging away. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Well, thanks again, Oscar, and we'll talk to you guys again right here on American Billiard Radio. Mm-hmm.